back to two Kims, one, one pod. pod. I am your host, Peter Kim. And I am Unji Kim. And there is absolutely no blood relation. Thank you for coming back to <laughs> our podcast, y'all. Yay. It's time for Rock Hard Tops and Soft, soft Plastic, plastic bottoms. bottoms. Rock Hard Tops and Soft Flaccid Bottoms. Mm, yeah. All right, this is the section of our show where we talk about our tops and bottoms of the week. Um, Unji, I'll go first. The top, okay. My top this week is... Very simple. I didn't really go out this much this week. There, there was not much. I felt, I truly felt like friendless and not cool and have no social calendar. <laughs> this week is exactly the opposite. I have shows every night. Wow. I have lunches. But I, I wish I was more, um, I was more on top of it like that. But I don't have my calendar uh, balanced out. So last week I was just like twiddling my thumbs fucking doing i i was bored i was like calling people for lunch and shit like yeah. it just like it wasn't a good week for me but my top of that shitty week was that i avoided getting covid because two of our best friends who we hang out with multiple times a week yeah. a gay couple yes we were hugging on them talking mouth you, you, mouth, mouth to mouth. mouth yeah yeah exchanging stories and Kisses on the cheek, you know, being gay. Yeah. Being homosexual. I was going to say, how often are you kissing while telling stories? No, you know, you do the whole like, mwah, mwah, it's good to see you, honey. Oh, you look so cute. And touching, touching, you know, yeah. we're very close is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Our, our gay couple friends. And they got COVID bad. There's bad? a surge happening. I don't know if there's a surge in Chicago, but there's a surge in um, LA right now. There's a surge. I think everyone's overall, dropping. Yeah, everyone is. Yeah. Like flies. Yes. And they both got it started with a sore throat and then they were like down for the count. Yeah. Like immediately. Mm-hmm. And then it was like three days later, they were up again, much like our risen Lord Christ. Oh, yes. <laughs> so they both got it hard and we were hanging out with them when they got exposed. So we were all exposed. So I was like get, getting ready for COVID. But somehow bitches still know vid. I don't yes. know. And we were like literally inside Jason's mouth. Like I was like feel like that's how close we were. <laughs> we were on top of each other. We were eating. We were smoking each other's joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 we should have gotten it. We should have gotten it, but once again avoided it. So that was my top of the week. The top is that you didn't get COVID because <laughs> yeah, you have no friends. That's know, your top? My life is so sad right now. <laughs> oh, I know. I had a really bad week. Sorry. <laughs> That's my top of the I was surely looking back at my calendar on my GCAL and be like, what did I do this week? And you know, because like I smoke too much weed to remember anything. Sure. So I have to look at my calendar and be like, these are the things that are coming up, or these are the things I did last week. I do that too, yeah. yeah. Right? Like yeah. I have no short term memory left. No. Um, but yeah, it's pretty pretty bad right <laughs> like I, I, I had no highlight of the week i was like i was getting ready for the show it's like what is my top and i was like i guess my dog cuddled with me extra long this morning <laughs> <laughs> should i say that i don't know both are sad <laughs> that's a that's a blunt top that's a blunt yeah. <laughs> tiny top wait where's your bottom top. then where was your bottom Oh, you want me to do both first? Okay. Uh, my bottom was, um, once again, not much happened. So it was a very midding, middling kind of week. But um, I did go play pickleball. Okay. Uh, because you know, it's outside and we could yes. still do something with our friends. So we went, play pickleball. <sighs> Let me just say that Eric is an athletic guy all around. Okay. Not with racket sports. The bitch sucks at racket sports, pickleball, tennis, racquetball, anything that has to do with holding a racket and hitting. Like mm-hmm. he's just the hand-eye coordination is bad. Well, you can't call and, him athletic then. No, but he's good at everything else, like basketball. Like he could run. I've seen him jump. Like he is, yeah. High? He's got vertical. He's jumping. Vertic- bitch has got vertical. Okay. Yeah. This white man can jump. Okay. (laughs) This white man did jump. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, Eric's bad at pickleball. 
but that's okay. If you're bad at something, I'm bad at a lot of sports. Trust yes, me. So I'm yes. not going to like go come for you because you're bad at something athletic. That's just the way your body is. Sure. But this bitch is, but your attitude, that's something you could fix. Okay. He has a bad attitude, attitude about it. This bitch has, let me tell you, this is the worst sport because we've been playing pickleball for like two years now. Yeah. He's my partner. Right, like I play pickleball with him. We you, we duo together. We're, we're playing your, your partner in life and in pickleball. Yes, and in pickleball, he has not won a single game in two years. <laughs> not one single game. It's gotten close. Like he's we've lost by like one point, two point, or something like that. Right. Sure. But he has never, ever won a game of pickleball. So now he's starting to blame himself. He's like, "What's wrong with me?" Okay, finally. What, 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 exactly. <laughs> I'm like, look, take a look at yourself. <laughs> Ask yourself what the fuck is wrong with you? Because I'm, I'm trying to win. Of course. And also I'm trying to go home without a stanky ass attitude. Yes. And then the cutest thing was the next day he went to school where he works. And right before his first period, he texted me, sorry, I was being such a um, moody bitch last night. Uh, thanks for being patient with me, blah, blah. And then, you know, I, I softened up. But that was my bottom because, like, not only have you never won a pickleball game, you're now we're in the car, and mm-hmm. now I have to do a song and dance to try to make you feel better. I'm like, should we go to ice? Like, I felt like a um, a single parent. Like, should we go get ice cream? <laughs> should we go through McDonald's after like they next lost time, in soccer ne- or something? Ne- you know, next time dad will come. I swear. <laughs> He's just busy right now. He's just busy right now. It doesn't have anything yeah. to do with you, but it does yeah, have to it, do with him. If he's bad, he's bad. He's bad at it. Is, I, he, it's is okay he working to be actively bad. to get better? I mean, in the in, in the way that we go, keep going back for humiliation. Yeah, sure. I can't believe you are continuing to play with him. If I, I, that was happening I to me, I, it's going to break. Our, it. I was like, it's yeah. going to break our partnership. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, that's what you know. What it is because my other my gay best friend Mike. You met him yes. he, uh, in New York. He's my other player, but he's in New York doing like Broadway stuff. Yeah. So, um, ugh, gay, gross, exactly. <laughs> Homosexualidad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, um, I'm just waiting for him to come back so that we could finally win a game. Yeah. But I don't mind losing. I'm all, I'm truly me. I'm all about the sport. I'm yes. there to like break a sweat, have fun, mm-hmm. smile. Yeah, have a good time with some yeah. friends, you know, recreational. Sure, but um, Eric is very uh, hard on himself when it comes to like losing and stuff like that. So it's like truly, I have to like be there and be like, should we go get a uh, McFlurry? Would, would would baby like a McFlurry? <laughs> and then he's like, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that's truly tough to like be, child shit. But to be that upset about it and bad, that's rough. Yeah, I mean, you would only be upset because you're bad. No one's getting upset because you killed it. Well, I mean, if you're putting forth your best best effort and you are good, sometimes the cards are what they're going to be. The pickleballs will lay will fall the way that they fall. You know, not my an, little a, guy, not my little guy, <laughs> not my champ. <laughs> Let me tell you, sore loser. Yeah, okay? especially if you're bad. Like that's that's come on, get it together. That's even worse because. Yes. If you were if you were so good and then you lost and then you're pissed off about it, okay, go for it. Yeah, yeah. But if you're bad, you gotta be laughing. You, you gotta be laughing Honey. at yourself. What did you expect? You're bad. Your expectations are here. Your skill levels are here. And my patience, underground. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that side joke only worked on the YouTube. <laughs> All right, tell me your tops and bottoms. Uh, my top is. You know, this past week I was in Michigan. Come on, bitch! I saw everything you posted. I was so fucking jealous. It was it really looked, nice. It looked. I don't want to use the word iconic because it's overused, but what's another word that means iconic? Like classic. Yes, it it's like classic. classic. It's very like it's Coca Cola. This whole yes, bitch. It you were, really you is. Were, you had matching stripes on with your daughter, I like know. a little swimsuit. Come on, bitch. I'm get it the right fuck out of here. I mean, truly, it was like, so cute. It's Coca Cola. Like the whole experience there. We've gone there tw- two years in a row. It and, is. Do you want to tell us which city? Or are you trying to respect privacy? 
it's in Elk Rapids. It's by Traverse City. Elk so Rapids. it okay. is like it North is the, Michigan. Yeah, very, uh, very almost in the uh, upper peninsula. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the lake is pristine. Like you can see the bottom of it. Oh my! You can God. see you can see the minnows. Oh you can my see the eco- you can see the ecology of it. And oh my god, that's gorgeous! I know, and it's pure really Michigan. serene, pure Michigan, and also it's a kind of lake life that is less Budweiser speedboat. It is yes. sailboat, kayak, kayaks, swimming mm-hmm. off the dock. There's there is a tubing guy, but that's just like one. There's not a lot of traffic on the lake because it's not permitted. And oh my god, that's how you know it's classy. There's not a that's lot what of I mean. sports, and it's like, and it's people are invested. Like the actual living quarters are pretty rustic, and they're not, it's not that nice. But you're there for the experience because that's it's why you didn't all, post a lot about your room. No, absolutely. I not. didn't see a lot of in- interior. No, 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 because you're not supposed to be inside. You're supposed to be oh, outside. Yeah. This is Go the whole point of it. And yes. also, you're buying into the vibe. It is all young families. Like it's just kids running around. Like truly. It's a kind of existence that doesn't really exist for children anymore just to be free range like that. Like yeah. my son would leave in the mornings and just be like, I'm going for a walk. And I was like, where are you going? He's like, a walk. And he would just walk the grounds and he would like just like wind up talking to some kid and they'd walk around and just have an experience. Wow. And then go and have breakfast by himself. Like true autonomy. Yeah. My son literally looked at me and was like, this is the only place I feel alive. <laughs> And he lives in a two-story house. That's what I mean. He's upstairs. He's having Oreos all the fucking time. Like he, that sort of like freedom is very, it's not a part of modern childhood anymore. Like even if you live in the suburbs, you're not, you're never like, just go. Where are you going to walk? To the P.F. Chang's? There's nowhere to go. There's inside the the subdivision. Like you can't do a pickup sort of situation. You can kind of, depending on the neighborhood, but it's very unusual. It's not that common. And so these kids are running wild and you also feel very safe because it's like about an acre or two of just land that's all lakefront and it's just whatever. And the parents are, it's the same, you know? I, it is really idyllic um, and it's a kind of like lake culture. Like I don't really swim. I don't really participate in it, but it's like I can walk outside, have a cup of coffee, look at the fucking lake and read a book. Let me ask you this. How many other non-whites were you with? Or were you the only non-whites, you and your children? There is one other Asian family there. Okay, thank God. One. Japanese? No, they're both Chinese. They live in California. And they're only... And by the way, I also have to explain, like, it's not... It's, like, such a true, like, cross-section of... American life Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of doctors, by the way, um, that are there. And these guys that come in from uh, Palo Alto, they're like friends. I mean, it's all they're all like childhood friends from times, Mm -hmm. college friends. Like it's long, deep relationships these people have with each other. This is a Mm -hmm. third generation family run business. Mm. I mean, like. That's incredible. Like most family run businesses don't don't last. Yeah. Because I mean, truly, most family run businesses only last until the second generation because the third doesn't care or Mm -hmm. there's um, the children hate each other and can't agree on the and this falls apart. That's 100 percent the reason why family run businesses don't last. And they see that's what happened to succession on HBO Max. That's exactly that. Exactly. (laughs) That's a very common story. And so. That like a sort of vibe, that energy is just like very um, pervades the entire experience. So that's definitely a top for me. A bottom. So I recently got some and the bottom is this is all me. This bottom is me. It's a bad feeling that I am going to convey to you. And I, I just need you to know if you understand this. So I had some good news. I have some good news. I got a new job. And congratulations. Thank you. And it's Wait, like, can you tell us or no? Is it, I want to wait. Is there just a secret? I'm, too it's a super, secret. Super, I'm so superstitious. It's not oh, fully, okay. tr- but I got a new job mm-hmm. and my mom really likes it. It's like a job. Your that mom can, really likes it? I knew she would really like it. It's the Whoa. kind of thing that um, Korean ladies like Charang. 
Oh, Chatham wow. Sudo- okay. She's back in med school. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> like she's really excited about this job. And she's like, telling all her Korean friends about right. your job. Exactly. Has she ever talked about any of your jobs? No. No. Absolutely There's, not. Because you've never made her proud. I've never made way. her proud. No. Yeah. And so she's outside of school right when I was like very very young mm-hmm. and she's like so charang and she's like talking like oh Jia, no one like oh charang like like can I do this oh. and she's like coming over and like doing all these like sweet things and what it is now me- we're so now we're like waiting chomping at the bit to figure out what this job is because like just- for your mother for like listeners of this podcast <laughs> to hear your mother behave like this this has got to be big Maybe we'll spill it on the Patreon. Yes. Anyway. But let me just say, it is making me sick. Sick. Like, (laughs) I am so repulsed by this. Are you chingro? Yes. It's so chingro. Like, it's like, like, it's not even. Oh, she's speaking in like a higher register. Like, oh, like a sweeter. Oh, my God. Ew. Gross. Ew. What are you doing? Like truly, it makes me. I'm like crawling though. I'm like whatever. Like yeah. my insides you're, you're are the just, exorcist. You're on the ceiling. I'm seriously up. like it's so gross. No machingoro. Like it's oh. so gross. Tell and, me like, why. I, because tell yeah. Go into so it. So I I was real. I was like she came and she like being so sweet. She brought flowers for me and it's like head like all <gasps> this stuff. Like wrote a, t- a card a for card? me. Henry Guard. Henry Guard. Huge orchid. A huge orchid. She brought That's to my expensive. house. It's very Orchids expensive. <gasps> a huge orchid. White? Multiple colors. There's one that's Those like are more purple. Expensive. That's what I mean. Purple. The white ones and then are the cheap. ones and the ones on the bottom are like different shades of white and into purple. Oh my god. Wow. There's like she three went into balls. a florist. This ain't no like Trader Joe's orchid. That's absolutely correct. This is a huge yeah. pot. Like three <gasps> bulbs of orchids. Oh my god! This a hundred dollars. Expensive moss. Expensive. I'm sure. Yes. Oh, almost excited. And it's making me crazy. It's, like it's I am too much, being. It's I'm too being, much praise. It's too. I, it's make. I am being so mean to her. Like I'm being cuntier than usual, and she's not saying shit to me. She's like, oh, arasuguram. Oh I'm like, oh my god. Gonna. <laughs> Like, I'm just trying to get off the phone with him. Like, I see your teeth. Like, <laughs> you need the I'm grip. so pissed. Gonna. And I've she's never just seen like, you with more wrinkles right now. Like, this is, your face so is wrapped pissed. with rage. And she's like, ah, arasokura, papukechi. Like, it's like the, and the item realizing in she the car. She on you. She has a crush on you right now. It's it's and in the car ride back from Michigan, I'm wow. like fuming and like my husband. Wait, why is in the car ride back? Because she called you. She called me and it's like, oh, no. oh like she had brought all the stuff. She like oh, set up no. the house because she was like <gasps> making it nice for me. And like this is oh, the thing. No, this is the thing. And I'm being, I am being truly a cut to her, like because I'm so annoyed. Yeah. And like Max can pick up on it, and he also can sense me fuming. Like I'm. Like if you know if I was a cartoon like the stink lines over my head like it would be that clear and he's like what's going on with you and I was like my mom is being so nice to me and like he's like what's what and I was like I'm being such a country and she's being so nice to me and it's this is the reason why Peter because our parents, our their love for us is so deeply conditional, mm-hmm. and there is no clear indication of it than that this mm-hmm. the fact that I've given her something and now she is willing to give me love, and and before Whoa. when I don't have anything to give her to charang about right to brag about to her family and her friends mm-hmm. she doesn't have any friends by the way just her family, um, who she barely likes who barely yeah. This is what I mean. So it's like, and then she's coming to me with all this like fake saccharin. Mm-hmm. It's saccharin. It's too sweet because it's not mm-hmm. genuine. It's you don't believe it. I don't believe it, and it's because otherwise it doesn't exist. 
usually right. doesn't exist. So yeah. you're telling me I give you this tiny little bit, this nugget, and then mm. you're going to shower a me job. with a job, a part time. But yeah, <laughs> no bennies, no bennies. What the fuck? That's what I mean. This has got to be a good job, I'm sure. She's no, it's not. A, it's not a great job. I'm telling you, it's just prestigious in her mind. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, for her, it's she's got clout. She's got finally. She's got some currency, some emotional pesos to be spending. And the you currency, gave that to her. The exchange rate on how this, long will this last? Who knows? But that's what's making me crazy. But you can't enjoy it. It's too much. Because I know it to be false. It's not that's, false. Here's the thing. It's not false because this your mom, our moms, all ethnic moms, have been conditional lovers from the get. So this is as true as it's going to get. Now, you're chinguro because you see right through it. Because that's what you hate. Because yes. she's trying to um, play it off like she's always like this. But she's not. It's the saccharine. It's just too sweet. It's the it's um it's the it's the it's the di- Mountain Dew. It's a Sprite. It's just too sweet. Mm-hmm. It is. It's the full diet. It's a it's a full Coca Cola. Like it's too. It's sweet. a Mexican Coke. It's Mexican Coke. Like it's yeah. too much, and I'm yeah. like my stomach hurts. It's okay, yeah. that, and mm-hmm. that's a true bottom because it's like one. This the the layers to this bottom is uh, we're going to the second sphincter here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the yes. layers to this bottom are that one, um, I cannot accept this. Mm-hmm. Right? I cannot accept this sort of thing. The second layer is that her form of love not only is too saccharine, but that is totally conditional. It's just another reminder of it. That mm. every single time, even though you do know that it's conditional, the fact that like that it ricochets from one end to the other. Like there's no bipolar truly. And like that, that there's no middle ground where it's just like, can we just be quiet and, and like each other and and love each other and chill and be truly no, no No way. And it's like, and and, at either extreme that it rings true to me is like a bottom because it makes me, I mean, I usually avoid this because I like, I don't have hope for our relationship improving. Uh So typically when I'm on the other end, I'm like, yeah, this is the way it is. But the fact that I can give this to her and it still is like that, it was just like, damn it. I was like, it was just another reminder of it, even though it was, it's on a different end of the spectrum. Right. It It still feels bad. It still feels bad. And that was this. There's no winning. There's There's no no winning. winning. And I There's usually no avoid in. it because I am not an optimist. And, and the you, fact, that and here's what you usually avoid this type of saccharine conditional love because by being a loser, you, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And he, I think maybe deep, deep down inside, you remained a loser for decades. Yes, because you didn't want your mom to love you for the way she prescribed. The thing So you were delivering Loser life to her Because you were like Fuck you If you're not gonna love me Unconditionally You don't get to love me at all And And that's the second sphincter Right there Yeah (laughs) (laughs) That's the inner wall Baby (laughs) (laughs) But you accidentally Got a job You had no idea She was gonna become you know, uh, Doctor Doolittle, or the, not Doctor Doolittle, but like, I don't know, like a, a sweet angel mama or whatever. Like, you had no idea she was going to turn for this job, so you were just going around your daily life, and then now you're pinned against the wall with this like s- sweetness that you don't believe at all. No, and you're like, if I didn't have this job, like literally eight days ago, you were you were yelling at me. Yes. For being a horrible daughter. Yes. And all of a sudden, you're getting me a big orchid. Something's not tracking. Is she well? I, this is what I mean. It's like, is this she is sick? The- <laughs> because sometimes I'm telling you. Is there a tumor? Is this a tumor? Yeah. Is this something's not right? Is this tumor talking? Because <laughs> I 
mean, we've talked about it on the pod before. Like, when's the last time your family gave you a gift? This is crazy. Crazy. I know. But you know what? Take solace in the fact that this right now, whatever's happening with your mom and you, it won't last. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and I At will best, take solace. Yeah. <laughs> And that's our tops and bottoms. Hard tops and soft, flaccid bottoms. Okay, time for Trauma Llama Ding Dong. Trauma Llama Ding Dong. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have been um, on TikTok, but this uh, specific stitch and video about asian friend groups has been making its rounds (laughs) yeah he sent me this (laughs) and people are like talking about the toxicity of asian friend groups Mm -hmm. and it reminded me of my own trauma around asian friend groups here we go and like you know peter you grew up in a very asian place you know Mm -hmm. uh bronx science 40 percent, yeah 40 percent asian crazy I grew up also in a very Asian high school. Like, mm. it was 30% Asian. Um, but well, it, it includes, uh, you know, South and Southeast, right? Was it magnet? No. It's just oh. immigranty. Like, it was a very oh. much, yes, it was very immigranty. A lot of first generation. You were just zoned in an area that mm-hmm. was heavily, okay. So, yes, a lot of first generation. Now, I very much participated in like going in. I was San. I was Sanrio bound, right? Like we are oh, yes. all like. Did all you guys f- have a morning glory? Absolutely. Oh my god! I thought that was just New York. No, <gasps> this is you how Asian this glory? area was. It, of okay. course, we had a morning glory. Oh my god! And like, if you guys don't know what a morning glory is, it's like an old school Sanrio um, stationary, stationary shop. Yeah, yeah. With like pens and mm-hmm. notebooks and little cute, cutesy things, and you can wear like get like little backpack, like plush backpacks. Remember the yeah. tiny backpacks with the yes, absolutely. Yes. <gasps> Remember sticker pictures? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, sticker pictures. <laughs> I remember when the kids, when a lot of the Filipino uh, girls went out to visit their relatives out in LA and came back with the first. With sticker pictures, right? With sticker pictures. And they were all had that like blown out filter. So yes. you looked like super, um, what did they used to call it? Glamour shots or? Yes, yes. Gla- no, I, yeah. I don't know if it was glad. Maybe. Girls were getting it nonstop in high school. I remember. I mean, and I, looked, I was so jealous. It was I wanted so to get glamour shots so bad. Yeah. And like, I remember when that first wave of like those sticker pictures made their appearance inside uh, of like people's um, uh, diet, like trapper, uh, plan, trapper and pl- planners. Filofaxes. You know, the, yes. Oh my god. Filofax was huge. Those, those in high like school. truly the the uh, five star trapper, the Sanrio yes. ones, like those really were top tier. Yes. And I remember when they first made their appearance, it was huge. huge. And then people were clamoring for them. People were yes. going to LA to get these. This Wait, was so only you, oh you could you didn't have it in Chicago, the machines? Not immediately. It was it came oh, like a year it, it later. It came later. Because the Midwest always gets it like a year or two later. Just from like the COVID, coast. yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> it's just how our import export works. Yeah, it's just I'm sorry, the coast get it first. And so <laughs> but like I very much was invested in this life and Asian friend groups. <laughs> like I was an orchestra. Like of course there are gonna be a fucking of ton of Asian Asians. friends. Right. But one, I, it's just like the same stuff they had to talk about. Like my, there were some working class Asian friends mm-hmm. and like families, but they were not as prevalent. One, two, there is an obsession with conformity inside of Asian friend groups, right? You kind of very Confucian, very like, East Asian. You have to be the same. And yes. my parent, my mom did not allow me to wear baggy pants. And yeah. the only baggy pants I had were ones I stole. And mm-hmm. they were... So how would you wear them? Like you would wait till you got out of the house and then change? Yes. And also, oh my this God. is how I got around it. I stole a pair of size 16 boys gap corduroy, wide whale corduroys that were for church. But I just got the biggest size. So they uh-huh. were very baggy. But then tapered at the end. Okay. So 
that's how you got around wearing Because my mom was like, these are just jeans? ugly pants. They're not... <laughs> They're not gun pet pants. They're oh my god, you're just, just a loser. <laughs> you're just an immigrant loser. Yes. These, are, these are gangster pants. They literally look like my dad's pants. They look like Adushi yeah. pants. Yeah, yeah. Wide whale? Wide whale? Like, what's, wait, what's wide whale? Corduroy. You know how the corduroys are like really thin? Like oh, oh, lines, yeah. ridges, yeah, uh-huh. ribs. Uh-huh. Wide whale means like those really thick oh, no. ribs. <laughs> like that the they wh- only made in the like late 60s, early 70s. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like that's really wide. Yes. Those yes. are the ones I wore. In oh. every single like uh, Asian like friend group photo, those are the only ones I'm wearing along with this black. Because it looks baggy like the other pants. Yes, but I they're not denim. Behind. But thankfully, there was always an Asian person like crouching in front of me, like this. Oh hell yeah, that was me. <laughs> in a nautica jacket. Yes, so you couldn't see how they were all bunched up at the bottom. Oh no, because they, they were tapered. Oh Cause no, because they, they were for like husky church boys. Right. That's what I was wearing. That's right. Yeah, you had to get around it somehow. I had to get around it. But like, yeah. and so I was very in and out of the Asian friend group because like conformity, one. And two, I also, um, we've talked about it on the pod before, but the hierarchical, like, opa, like, and like, hyung, like this sort of like hierarchical thing is very rigid in a lot mm-hmm. of friend groups, especially Asian ones. And I hated that. And I It's just, a very Korean thing, too. I yes. don't think the Chinese really have it, but yes. um, no, they do with like Dilo. A lot of Chinese gangsters, yeah. they had like God brothers. God, he's my godfather. It was very yes. like um, borrowing from the Italian mafia world. Like the Chinese gangster did that. I don't know right. if that reached Chicago, but no. in the coast, it was very that. They would call each other Dilo, Daiga. Okay. Yeah, Meme, Jijit. You like they would call each other like little brother, little sisters. Anyway, that was like a big thing in okay. um, in our East Coast, like Asian fangsta culture, <laughs> <laughs> like the triad adjacent. Like yeah, stuff. exactly. No, it was exactly that. It Absolutely, was exactly that. Chinatown Mott Street Boys. It was very that. Yes. So like I was definitely trying to dipping in and out of that sort of world, world, mm-hmm. and um. Because I was loud and all that stuff, but I because I'm not I didn't kowtow to the hierarchy. And secondly, um, because my Korean was okay, but mm-hmm. I also had this very strong Busan accent. accent. Oh god! So I always got made fun of, and then <laughs> and then I've talked about him before. But there was um, a very famous like every single Korean that's in the tri-state like Chicagoland area. You went to go see Dr. Poo. Dr. Poo is a <laughs> Busan. Dr. Poo, um, <laughs> like, was from Busan and was like the only Korean doctor for everybody. Let and me ask a, you, what is the Korean last name? What What is he Kim saying? Shi, Kim Shia, yeah. What? Kim Shi, yeah. <laughs> but his name. Why is his name Dr. Poo? Because it was funny. Wait, what? <laughs> you just called him that. That wasn't his actual name. His that's his actual name. It was like like Kim Poo something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he went by his first yes. name, not yes. his family yes. name. Yes, Psychotic. Anyway, yeah. continue. <laughs> so. What? I, <laughs> I mean, you also have to imagine, he was old. Like, he must have been here since, like, the 70s, right? Uh-huh. So, like, you know how, like, Asian people from the 70s, like, did weird things with their names? I don't know that, no. Like, they always, like, sometimes they went by, like, different kind of, like, like my mom would like just go by like Sue instead of her name is Chung Sue. So she oh, would be uh-huh, like, uh-huh. go by Sue. Like, you know, like just sure. weird shit like that. So yeah. that might have been why. But okay. because of that, and he also was from Busan, they always called me Poo. And I would just <laughs> cry, <laughs> walk the aisles of my high school and just hear people being like, Poo! And that's what they would yell at me. And. <laughs> So, in terms of trauma and yeah, Asian we're, we're groups, unearthing a lot here. Yeah, so I'm just saying. 
Asian friend groups can be toxic. And if you were uh-huh. able to survive that ring of fire, that crucible, you know, I think there's something to be said for it. And also there, once you survive it, why would you ever want to leave? Once you're in it, like it feels good because it's you yeah. survive something to be there. And you got then hazed. you got hazed and you're there. You're in it. Yeah. Like and unless you-, you went to a university that had no Asian people. Yeah. Why wouldn't you ever leave? But I got burnt Hard. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you were never accepted in the first place, so yeah. you had nothing to leave. Absolutely. Because I was yeah. I was also weird and like all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't conform and that's why. Yeah. You know? I stayed yeah. a loser. Good for you. <laughs> I, I, I I think you found your uh voice faster probably because I was the opposite where I conformed immediately. Peter was very popular. I, I went to go see. I truly like f- finally meeting your friends from New York. I was like, uh-huh. "This is the energy." Like, what do you, you guys mean? were cool. You guys were cool uh-huh. and popular. Like, I could sense it. <laughs> is it because the way they were dressed? What do you mean? Like, no, it was just like my girlfriends from high school who came out. Yes, and yeah. I could tell they were popular. We were cool. We were yeah. cool. I mean, like you said, we we went to a high school of mostly Asians, and we were. I don't know. I don't the cool Asians. I don't know. We were smoking cigarettes and being bad. So yes, I guess cool. we were cool. cool yes. right? And we had wide leg jeans. We had Jenkos. No one was wearing fucking wide whale. I don't even know. I, I have no idea what that is. I didn't I didn't I didn't know corduroy was something that like young people could wear until I got out of college. You know what I mean? Like no Koreans wore corduroy. That was specifically a white or skater thing. Or like, yeah, it was definitely like the Asians who didn't hang out with other Asians. That was yes. like, that was the corduroy. That was the but, only one thing I wore to try to fit in with the Asians. And they were like, absolutely not. <laughs> well, yeah, that's so sad that your mom um, did that. My mom uh, wouldn't let me wear uh, Jenko jeans either. But I wore them anyway, mm-hmm. and um, and she would always complain about them. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But uh, my trauma llama ding dong is um, of a time when you know, like when you're a child, you don't really know about nakedness until you're made aware of it. You know what I mean? Like as a child, being naked is normal until someone says. Do you remember the phrase, trigger warning? A little lady. <laughs> Do you remember that little teasing um, sing song? That Korean family members or adults would point at your tatas yes, or yes, your, yes. you know, vag or your pee pee, point and say, a little which means, I don't really know what it means, but it's, like it's over- something you say to purposefully embarrass a child. Yes, yes. It's to say, like, look at you, how shameful. Yes. But in a sing-songy way. Yes. It's like how, like, Koreans say, like, you know, like, there's like a sing-songy thing about like if you laugh and you cry you'll get hair on your butthole uh, yes and it's like what why and that's like a way to stop us from crying so there's a lot of like toxic emotionally unintelligent things that korean culture does nudity but it's but it's not like shameful like because everyone is naked like 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 culture no, you they know, wouldn't say it in inside of a bathtub yes, in a bathhouse, yes. but like outside, let's say like Absolutely. I don't know, your kids like running around naked and yeah. that's what parents would like yes. point at the pee-pee and start laughing and saying <laughs> Anyway, so one time my dad, my real dad, mm-hmm. um when my parents were still together, took me down to the laundry room in our apartment building. Okay. And um I was, because my mom was like, can you go get the things from the dryer? Okay. And he was like, sure. And my, um, I guess like my clothes were being cleaned or something like that. Um, so he ended up taking me down to the laundry room, mm-hmm. butt ass naked with just a Yankees cap on. 
That's and- that's the most naked. <laughs> I know with a hat on with a hat or yeah. socks those are the t- tops oh. or bottoms that's what yeah. the most naked you can be you can feel it, yeah it's worse than being totally naked absolutely yeah it's like why put a hat on so like he put a Yankees cap on me and there's a picture of me on top of the dryer fully like naked a picture of you yeah fully naked with just a Yankees cap on my pee pee and balls completely out and you're, I remember your legs open, eyes wide. Yes. Open heart, closed. What's it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full hearts, o- yeah. open. Wide legs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't lose. Like. <laughs> yeah. Full hole, uh, open hearts. Can't lose. <laughs> anyway, so like I'm sitting there fully naked and this other um, Ajuma from our apartment comes mm-hmm. down to like do her laundry and she sees me and she goes, oh my God, pointing at my penis. And I remember at that point, that was like the first time I realized that I ought to be shamed of my penis. You know what I mean? Like, I remember fully feeling like something's bad. This lady is seeing me naked. Mm -hmm. This is bad. I can't be seen like this. You know, like, and I felt completely ashamed. And my dad was laughing because he thought it was cute. Yes. Because, you know, his kid is naked on the fucking thing with a Yankee cap on and he's taking pictures of me. And yes, so yes. like everybody's having fun with it except for me, the naked kid, right? Yes, yes. And here's what, like it would be fine like if it was if I was like young enough to not remember it. it, it it's like How cute old were you? 16. <laughs> no, <I'm just> My bleach bags coming all the way down. <laughs> just cockroach bags. <laughs> no, I'm just a little into a 60 year old penis. <laughs> no. <laughs> With a Yankees cap on. <laughs> no, I was like, I was pre K, I think. So you like remember five, it, like though. Five, but I remember it. Like if I, if you're like a toddler, you might not remember it. But like I was like, I think I was going to school. I was pre-K. Is that like a moment you came online? Because I came yes, online. Yes, yes. Because I have a visual online. of like the stacked dra- yes. dryers. You know the noise of it, the smell of the place. Like I remember it. Like I could close my eyes and go right back to that moment. My first trauma. I remember I came online. Same thing. Nakedness? Same thing. Oh wow! Like and it is sh- it's shame. shame. That's the, like the most indelible memory of it all. And the thing that's fucked up is like there's so much stuff like that that's around Korean, like um like teasing. That's yes. like it's fun for the adults, and it's like supposed <sighs> to be in good fun, but it also revolves around making you feel embarrassed, ashamed. Yeah, ashamed. it's all about embarrassment, all yes. about like humiliation. Like, and why is that funny? I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure it out. (laughs) But that thing of like, we all do it, you know, it's the same thing with like dong chip or like anything like, or like pinching your nipples. Yes. Or like telling a chubby boy that he needs to get a brassiere. Raja. Yeah. yeah, You know, and everyone laughing about it and no one at all thinking it's inappropriate or mean or this kid's gonna feel bad about himself it's almost like they're like it is mean it is inappropriate and he should feel bad about himself. yes you know what i mean like they're yes. all thinking they're all they know what's happening but they're like so i that it's- happened to me it's like because they were all shamed so they're like well we have to treat our child like that or else how will they know what to be ashamed of <laughs> <laughs> i mean it definitely is like a communal a, a choice within the community yeah. to shame and it's yes. like a it's a it's a, it's a rite of passage almost it's a collective trauma that 
all of us have experienced as a community together. I think you'd be hard pressed to um, find any other Korean American or Korean that doesn't remember one of these moments. Do you think do you think people in Korea have this? I think it's like a maybe a, a probably not anymore, but in the 80s, I'm sure they did. So like people like late Gen X and early millennials like us, I'm sure have the same experiences. But they also I think that type of behavior, I hate to say it, it's also a class thing. I think it's like poor people shit because like I, I can't imagine like a rich mom or rich dad doing that. Really? Like a chebar? Like they don't the dongchip? No. I feel like it's like they're too like frou-frou about it. Or like almost teasing is too intimate for chebar families. You know what I mean? It's like there's like walls between them. So like I I bet like that type of like alerikolari is like your it's like a sense of intimacy or closeness that you have, right, with that child. I see. But I feel like maybe Chebar families or richer Korean families mm-hmm. might not even have that closeness. It's almost like they have to get made fun of by their nannies because like the moms don't even like see the kids like that much. You know what oh. I mean? Or or the dads. So like I because I, I'm just start thinking about my rich Korean friend and his dad would never do that to him. His dad never even like looked at him in his eyes. You know what I mean? He was just like so busy and not around. <laughs> Okay, that sounds like autism, but like, I mean, I, I, I <laughs> probably, I, I mean, I, yeah, I guess I never thought about that. But all this type of like very specific trauma, I was watching this um, thing around parenting that there seems to be a correlation between um, experiencing a certain amount of trauma and success. And it is like the appropriate <laughs> amount God. of trauma, an appropriate amount of trauma, oh, not oh, like so, not so traumatic that dip? you. Yes. Um, like, okay. it's not so traumatic that you, like, wind up, like, really fucked up or, like, looking to having external coping mechanism, mechanism, but, like, just a little bit of, like, an appropriate amount of trauma that, like, spurs you to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that, like, feeling of... character. Yeah. Like, it's the yeah. feeling of, like, I'm going to show these motherfuckers. Like, yeah, that yeah. thing that drives... I wonder what that appropriate amount is. Uh, is it the same for everyone or is it like I think it it depends on the person but like it's usually there is some sort of trauma or like collective amount of like thing that like this was a CIA guy that was like talking about they seem to see that like operatives that are most successful have this sort of trauma in their lives that's appropriate Mm. and I wonder if that's like kind of the function of this inside of this class and community that it's like I mean, it we're is just trying to make up. you. <laughs> yeah, we're just make trying you, to like, make you feel, successful. No, but it's like that. That there is this unwitting acknowledgement that a little bit of teasing, like life is hard, you, bitch. Yes, get used to it. Get that used kind of to thing. it. Yeah, like mm. people are gonna laugh at you. Your body is stupid. Mm. Like it is <laughs> shameful. What kind? What do you think is the appropriate amount of trauma for your kids? I think the amount that I've given them. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so, stop. <laughs> they are full, and <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. You're about to dip into like <laughs> fucking serial killer territory. <laughs> That'd be interesting to see, like, when serial killers turn. Oh, I mean, it's like early with like mom stuff usually. But it's like, usually mom stuff. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying like. That's all trauma, right? So like, yeah. and it's deep and like, profound, and it's fucked up. But like this sort right. of teasing, like that trauma that you're describing around body. That's what I was saying. It's weird because I remember that too. It is distinctly around your body, and it's around a thing, and it's. But then it doesn't translate because we all have this sort of like comfort with our nudity, but only in, in that space. Yes. Think about it. Like men and women never see each other. No. It's only it's very gendered. Or it's very gendered, but it's like yeah. So like in, a woman seeing a boy's penis, it's like <gasps> you know, like. But if she saw, I don't know if she would say the same thing to a girl's vagina. Oh, uh, absolutely, it's happened <laughs> to me. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Here, here. I thought I was <laughs> specifically trauma, but this is normal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it, but it's like outside of the jinjibang, like it jinjibang, like. It's just weird. I remember going to Korea and then realizing how comfortable everyone is in, like, a 
uh, in a Korean like bathhouse. Right. But how it didn't translate into like this external your normal life outside world yeah and there is like a big division between inside and outside in most like in korean culture like i was talking about it with my son i was like that's why white people are so gross they wear their outside clothes inside i was like you have to take off your shoes like this is that's the shoes and the inside clothes is like i don't i know we talked about this this is it's crazy it's gross gross. white people listening like please get home and change into your inside clothes you want to wear your bus clothes on your bed? Bus I was just clothes? Thinking, even not, not not just bus clothes, even your own car. Like mm. I was thinking the other day, like what if I had to be naked in my car and my <gasps> literal butthole was sitting on my car seat? Ugh. Disgusting. <laughs> and that's Ugh. my car. No one else drives it. You know? Ugh. So like, not to say you're naked on a bus, but my point is, it's gross. Like it's you, gross. Th- there's inside slippers, there's house slippers and house clothes for a reason. And we need to, you guys need to start picking that up. That you can't just to, be an say, Asian American thing. You, it can't just be K-pop. You also have to do this. <laughs> Appropriate this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, it's time for our final segment of the episode. It is Bitch, Bitch get into get it. Get into it. Bitch, get into it. This is a section of the show where Unjay and I could bring in a thing, a person, or an idea that we're really like vibing with this week and um this week i have a product that came really useful on the flight back from our tour oh because um it was a long flight from boston and to la it was like almost six hours and i knew i you know i had to go to sleep because we woke up early and the night before we were fucking out and blah blah Mm -hmm. so i got a neck pillow a um airplane pillow but usually when i get a neck pillow they're all the same they're like that u-shaped kind of beans inside that kind of like you know it's like a bean bag but like a neck pillow Mm -hmm. and inevitably it gets like flat on one side and you have more of a crick in your neck than you would have if you didn't use it so like i'm not a fan of neck pillows in general but i've never used one you've never used one okay get into it look this one is called cabo okay I'm, i'm showing you for the visuals cabo c a b E A O E A U. Anyway, so it's non beady. It's not that like um, bead material that comes in, uh, that it comes in. It's like a uh, memory foam. Oh. And it it's designed, and there's a strap here where it let the strap comes out. It won't really matter for you because you've never used one, but this yeah. is important because usually uh, neck pillows, you, they're not tight enough to like support yeah. your neck. So, so what oh. you do is you strap it like this. It keeps your <laughs> neck in place. It's almost like <laughs> it looks like full kink. <laughs> what? What? It looks like, like what? It looks kink. Like that's like <laughs> autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> when you were like strapping Imagine it. Imagine a porn of me wearing yeah. this, <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, daddy. Uh. Ooh, yeah. Does this get you hot? Ooh, I'm in restraints. <laughs> My neck. Um. It does look like, for those of you who are just listening on the pod, it does kind of look like a, um, what are those things called when you break your neck and you have a neck to like. Brace. It looks oh, like a yeah. neck brace, yes. It looks like, like a future neck brace. Yeah, it, it looks like a neck brace. <laughs> From the future. So this trash thought, it keeps it in place. So it, it, like a neck brace, you can't really move around, which is the point of this, right? So that you, you stay in the play like this, like. <laughs> you don't have to adjust it at all. You can just be like. <laughs> anyway, it's forty nine ninety nine, so it ah! is a lot of money. I know it's crazy. It's a crazy amount of money for um, a neck pillow. But listen, if you're traveling, especially more than four hours on a plane, yes. and you got to sleep, you got to get one of these Cabo, and it's a lifetime warranty. Okay. So if it ever like loses its plushness or whatever, it starts breaking or something, or the zipper breaks, um, you can just ask them for a new one and they'll refund it. So they'll give you a new one. So, so I've seen these, and I've have you ever seen the ones where they're like it's like a neck brace, but then you can like put your head in the thing like in front, so that you're like oh. sit like it's like a <gasps> massage, like a massage chair. Yes, and you just put your head into the hole like this, and it's like how, how does it, looks it like a support? Oh. I don't know. It's like <gasps> that sort of thing, and then it's like a yeah. cube, and you put in your head, and it's and then, so you're just leaning forward. Yes. Oh wow! 
That's interesting. Yeah, I've seen that lately, but I never. I'm I'm small enough where I can literally like kind of crunch Crawl up. up. Yeah, and yeah. like, but the thing is, I'm getting old enough where my knees are starting to like kind of get fucked up oh. from being like contorted like that. Oh. So maybe I'll invest in one of these. I mean, I I can't imagine to put it under me. your knees. I, I I can't imagine myself doing something like that though. I'll tell you what, I slept the entire time. Really? Like a fucking baby. And this thing, and I snore, and yeah. this thing. Uh, says that it you won't snore on it, yeah. but I obviously I don't know because yeah. I was sleeping. Um, but I slept like you a baby the entire time. I didn't ask. No, <laughs> the person next to me. Yeah, no, she was actually being a total bitch the entire time. Yeah, she kept like moving her arm on the arm seat and trying to like like elbow my elbow off the seat. Like she was being terrible. Are you serious? Anyway, yeah. It was an oh, older lady, so like I was like, you don't have that much time, so like I'm gonna give this to you. Like, <laughs> if she was like five years younger, I would have been like, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, do you have a problem? Like I would have went into that register. The, oh yeah, like, for the, sure. G- gay Karen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Garen. <laughs> excuse me. Anyway, excuse, excuse me. Um, do we have an issue? Like I would. <laughs> Anyways, excuse. that's my. That's so. Bitch, get into it, Cabo. Oh, I can't believe you slept for the entire time. Yeah, like a baby. Wow. Now that's an endorsement. Okay, my mine is a concept, and it's going to sound radical. Okay. Let me get Writing ready for it. stuff down. <laughs> Writing stuff down. Writing stuff down. I'm hmm. telling you. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm listening. I'm, when I say writing, we write down, things down all the time. We're writers. We write things down all the time. Okay, no, I'm, talking I'm about, listening. I'm using. I'm telling you, writing it down using a pen and a paper. The Old physical school. thing of writing. Write it down. Not in your notes app. Not in your notes not app. Not on an email to yourself. Absolutely You're talking not. Pen to paper. Pen to page. Okay. Because I see it all the time now with a lot of like younger people, and even in sort of classes and stuff like that, people will type. Mm-hmm. Their notes They will mm-hmm. type Or use their notes app only Or mm-hmm. voice memo Oh yeah uh-huh. I've done that I've done that But it's not as good As writing it down Tell me Writing why. it down It just Puts it in your body mm. Especially if it's an idea mm-hmm. It puts it in your body In a way That is simply Not the same With any other form Of writing Notation. The typing for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And there is there is like actual science behind it. That like the act of writing and committing mm-hmm. it and like write, using your penmanship, penmanship, using your fingers and your brain in this way. It commits Ar- now, it. Arguably, you are using fingers and brain while typing. Those are the but, same extremities, same organ. But it is somehow. What, we're saying it's different when you draw squiggly mm-hmm, lines. Mm-hmm. It is primal. We are intended to do it this way. Mm. Writing it down, using a pen and paper. I challenge any of you who would say to me, Notes app works just fine. I'm okay. telling you, I, not even if you aren't a, like a writer. Okay, uh-huh. I do it. Um, for when I plan out my day, I do it when I plan my family's things. It helps you internalize information and intuit things, and it also helps you think of different ideas and memory and like remember stuff as you're writing it down versus simply typing it. And this is, and we worry about AI. This is how we win. Oh, okay. <laughs> Penmanship is how we win. All right. Absolutely. Because AI I can't read. Say, AI. I, I, well, I don't know if that's true, but. Um, penmanship? Cursive? So cursive you is using, how we win. Let me ask you are you using cursive or a print? It's like a messy mix of, of both. Same. Yeah. I'm. My. The, okay, here's why. I, I agree. I think writing it down's way better than typing or anything, but my hand hurts. Of course. That's my. That's. <laughs> You're like, it should. Yes. Here's the thing. My hand hurts. And when I look back at my notebook, Mm -hmm. 88% of times, don't know what the fuck I wrote. Because it's so, because my hand hurts. Yeah. So it's messy, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not doing my P's or my W's correctly. My W's are turning into R's and N's. Mm -hmm. Like, so most times I'm looking back at my notes, even like joke books and stuff. I'm like, 
what the fuck am I writing? Mm-hmm. I'm literally like like channeling almost where it's like scribble. Yes. How am I supposed to look back at it? So do you have any like tips on how to how to be useful with the writing? Because I agree with you. I think writing's much better, but in my 41 years of doing this, like mm-hmm. it, it's become it's atrophied. It's hard to write. So I would argue. Do you that, have like a good pen you like or? <laughs> no, my attitude about it is because I'm the same way. Like I can't read half the shit that I wrote. It's very confusing. I get lazy at it. Like I would argue that um, that is your body telling you we, we, we're done. Uh, oh, like, that's what, how you mean like, it though. I, like, the second I start writing, I'm, but when you my you write, forearm starts cramping. But Peter, when you are writing and like there's uh-huh. how many of the ideas that you've scribbled and you've like forgotten and you go back and you're like, I can't read this. How many of the percentage that you can read? Uh-huh. Right? It's because it's a good idea. And the shit that you can't read, I would argue bad ideas. Not worth it. Leave it up. It's bad. Or just okay. let it go. That's okay. it. I was like, I have the stuff that I can't read. I was like, it wasn't worth it anyway. Like all well, the stuff I have that to because I can't get into it anyway. I need like a forensic scientist to get in there and mean. be like, what the fuck did he mean? And to teach it. And that's the sort of stuff where it's like letting go and letting God. It's like another okay. lesson. So you're that, saying you're like, 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 if I'm, if I really want to remember it, I'll take my time and make sure to get it legible. Or it's in your body and you remember it. Like I've mm. certainly, there are some ideas where I, I can barely read um, that I remember. Mm. Because like, you I, you were writing it that you remember right. writing it down. That's right. As opposed many, to somebody, you don't remember typing on your phone. Because there's plenty of ideas and weird bits I have in my notes app that I didn't write down Always. that I'm equally as confused. I'm equally as confused. I equally I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's all misspelled. It's all misspelled, or it's like it makes no sense. Like I, I like truly like there was one who's like, well, I, I, yeah, and there's like a, a bunch of stuff where I'm oh, like, wait, should oh, we yeah. do like a okay? Uh, I, I, this is so random, but yeah. I have my notes app up right now. Yeah, me do too. you have like new jokes page or something like that? New Absolutely. shit? Absolutely, yes. Okay, do you, do you want to like read one that you're like, what the fuck was I even talking about? Because I have so many, yes, uh, and I have so many new jokes. Um, uh, but like not sorry, not so many new jokes. So many things titled new jokes, <laughs> and yes. it's just like run on ideas of like it. it, it it's just stupid. It, it, it none of this even makes any sense. Okay, here's one. Um, oh, the guy who says uh, the guy who takes a long time to describe something, <laughs> like this guy who was like taking forever to describe a, a meal he had. And then he just kept trying to think of like words, you know, he was like, oh, my God, it was just like this, uh, this crispy uh, uh, with this underlying vivacious and (laughs) it was a vibe. You know, they always end with it was a vibe vibe. because there's no they don't know. (laughs) I'm like, okay, that's a thing, I guess. Okay, I have one. This one is my God, so embarrassing. This is a woman I who love can, this. No, <laughs> this is a, this is a woman who can eat a pickle, make a pickle, and get out of one. She's a pickle master, bitch. <laughs> She's a what? Say that again. She's a pickle master, bitch. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, past you thought that was worth writing down. She's wait. She's, She's a pickle a master, bitch. She's a schemer and a dreamer, and got herself out of a pickle or two. She's. <laughs> she's a lady who will do a little fraud and absolutely ruin your life but that's the dance baby <laughs> what? I have something like that too it's like secret to happiness question mark don't strive to be the best just be better than the worst <laughs> what <laughs> a past me thought that was worth writing in my in my notes app <laughs> wait this is another one i actually wrote this down twice i think i wrote it and i was like no i have to remember this this is like a sleep one mm. no one wants to know how the beautiful sausage gets made do you think a hot dog starts out a smooth cylindrical tube grow up i rewrote that <laughs> you added grow up <laughs> 
like this shit. I gotta, I gotta tag this too. <laughs> Grow up. Grow up. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, guys? Fucking grow up. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We're here every week. Um, check out the Patreon. Leave us a review. You know how we like to get. Love. We're here every week. Rain or hurricane or earthquake. Um, oh, by the way, it's sunny as fuck outside. Yes, I know. Jesus Christ. We all got worried. Everyone was like, we need to batten down the hatches. We need to fucking bring our plants back in. Blah, blah. And like, truly, we brought everything in. We like, uh, um, put over the chair so they don't fly around we took all our cushions from the outside thing literally like dribbling rain and now it's sunny as fuck outside you know they canceled eric's school today this morning he's a teacher he's a full-on full-time teacher and they're like we're not having school and there's literally not a drop of water left like la is fucking nuts <laughs> it's crazy it is that's that is crazy so, it's crazy to cancel school before the thing the thing what and we were getting like no it like just passed us too i think palm springs got it pretty bad but like la was fine and like we were all like we all me and all my friends got together and we were like i know we're ending this thing but like we we're like oh let's all get together pre-hurricane and we're gonna date <laughs> to echo the end of our actual podcast grow up grow LA, up, grow up. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week bye bye